by a quick review of what's going on because a lot of people here were not at the special class yesterday, the extra long class from yesterday. Um, in yesterday's class, we basically reviewed everything we had done so far about the story of David and Abigail. And then, <clears throat> and then we continued into the story. Basically, what happens is you know the backdrop of how Naval refuses David to give him any gift, right? You guys remember that part? That part we did together. Where David comes, he says, look, I've been taking care of your shepherds. Could you, you're a very wealthy man. Could you please give us some food? We're running away from Shaul, blah, blah, blah. And he says, who is this guy, David? Why would I give him any food? So David girds, his, David girds his sword, ready to kill the guy. And then one of the, the workers of the guy says, goes to the wife. He says, look, your husband's a jerk. And David is very upset at him. David is going to come. I don't know what he's going to do. Could you please go speak to your husband? She says, this guy, you can't speak to this guy. She takes a bunch of food and a bunch of, a bunch of uh, goods. And she brings them to David. And as she brings them to David, she bows before him. She like really, 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 really gives him respect and honor. And... And she basically, she gives him the gift. She convinces David out of it. And David says, blessed are you and thank God for you that you stopped me from spilling innocent blood. Because David was angry, he was going to do it. And thanks to Abigail, he did not do it. Why is it that he would lose his temper with this guy, but with Shaul, he's so calm and cool collected and running um, away casually? No, with Shaul, there is, he has respect for the king. Now maybe, I don't know, but we were talking about what the lesson, and that's the story basically. She saves him from doing it, and then it ends up, whenever her husband hears that she gave so much food to David, he gets very upset, he has a heart attack from it, and 10 days later he dies, and then David says, oh look, she's free now, so David takes her as a wife. Okay, you guys know that's the whole story. Got it? You got the story? So we were discussing yesterday, what's the reason for the story? And what, what did you just say? That David, so it seems interesting because David is so ready to kill Naval, but when it comes to Shaul, who wrongs him even more, he's not willing to do it. So, and we've seen so far, David has a lot of respect for the kingship. Maybe, maybe what this story shows us is that through Avigail, David learned to respect and to, and to be very careful of the life of the common man as well, not just the royalty. No? It's an interesting idea. Where did David learn? Because look, if you look, if you look in, if you look in the book of Melachim, what's the classic problem? What did Achav do to Navot? Achav, through the advice of his wife Isabel, takes the he takes the thing of uh, Navot, the field of Navot, and he kills him also. Right? I have to go back to the story and refresh. Okay. Yeah, they they killed a lot of Isabel killed all the Nevi'im. Yeah, Isabel killed the Nevi'im. Okay, but um, so so. Throughout the typical standards of a king's behavior is to not care about the common man. Of a king, you respect. Common man. So here, David is in a position of power and he's withholding, his, and his wife it, uh, convinces him to stop, stop to, to withhold his, uh, his anger from unleashing it on the common man. And maybe that's a lesson to David that we, if I'm, I'm in a position of power, even if the guy is a lowlife. It may not be my position to, to kill him. Okay? So, where are we? Okay, that's, that's the backstory. Good? Now, at the end, today's an interesting class because we have a couple of really fascinating pesukim. 
So first it says that David took Abigail as a wife. Then Pasuk Mem Gimel says he took a woman named Achinoam. Pasuk Mem Gimel, chapter 25. No, he took a woman named Achinoam. Okay, that's the second wife, Achinoam Ha'izre'aili. Now, Pasuk Mem Dalit is very interesting because it says, who was David's first wife, if you recall? Michal, right? There's an older one, Merav, that Shaul is supposed to give to David. He doesn't give her to him. The second one, David earns her. She's Michal. He earns her, he brings the 200 foreskins, remember? Kills the Pelishim, buys her. Okay. So now, David had a wife named Michal. Now look what happens in Pasuk Mamdalid. Shaul natanat Michal bito, eshet David, lefalti ven laish asher migalim. Shaul gives Michal, the wife of David, to palti, son of laish, from galim. Okay, now what are all of the issues that could pertain to Shaul doing this? All the halakhic issues. Well, first, most significantly, you have Eshet Ish. Why? Because she's married to David already. So how could Michal go and marry Palti ben Laish when she's already married to David? Second problem. If you look in Shemuel, if you look in Shemuel Bet, we know that David, once becoming king, takes Michal back as a wife. So what's the problem with there? Machzig Rushato. Or... If in Eshetish, there are two halakhic issues. One is if a person gets divorced and his wife remarries, so you can't marry her again after she remarries, and it's done. The second when issue, what, what, sorry? if the wife, if a, if a guy gets divorced, and his wife that he divorced remarries, and she gets divorced again, you can't, you can't the, the guy who got divorced can't remarry her after the second divorce. Okay. He can't take back. It's called Machzir Gerushato. That's Asur. Third problem. Let's say um, the guy doesn't divorce her, but the woman goes and willingly is with another man. Then she becomes considered a... Uh, she becomes Asur to the husband. If the woman is, is Niv'al Biratzon, if with intent she sleeps with another man, she becomes Asur to the husband. Forever? Yeah, Forever. To the first, to the to the original husband, okay. Wow. So we have a me, we have many 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 issues because we know that David is going to remarry her, and we know that she's already married to David. So if you look in pasuk memdalid, Radak has a long perush where he goes through all of the things. First of all, the chachamim say that Palti ben Laish was a tzaddik who never slept with her, which means that the problem of of eshetish didn't apply. Then the Radak claims that when David let go of her, he gave her a, he gave her a get. So that would save the issue of, of Eshatish also, which is why Shaul would have given her over. Yichud and all things of being. Right, I don't know. I mean, the, the, yeah, I don't know. There are many, there are many issues. There are many issues. I can't even, we can't even get to all of them. Married Palti, how did David marry her again? What? She married Palti, Because they didn't sleep together. So they never consummated the marriage. They mean they never got married, let's say. Okay? Um, so whatever. So I just want to make, make, uh, make, make you aware of the fact that there's a large discussion because of all the halakhic issues that come up due to David's, David already being married to Michal, 
that, that the Chachamim have different responses to this, that Palti bin Laish never was with her, which is also very difficult to say, by the way, because it's, it's not the Pesha. Uh, it says in the footnote, uh, in the second sign, J19E, it says what you just said, Palti was righteous, he didn't cohabit with, with Michal. And the Chachamim have to say that, because how else would David have remarried her? Okay, so you have, you have a lot of, of very many halachic issues with uh, Shaul giving Michal over to another man. Now why, putting aside the halakhic issues, what is the political meaning? What is Shaul trying to achieve? He's trying to make, make it sound like David doesn't even have the king's daughter. Right, exactly. He's, he's essentially cutting David off from any connection to the royalty. <clears throat> okay? Yeah. Or um, himself. He just doesn't want to have anything to do with David. Yeah. Now, what last we left off. Sha- now, last we saw Shaul. Last we saw Shaul. Was he in his pro David personality or anti David personality? His pro David personality. So Pasuk Memdalid tells us he's back to his anti David mentality. That's, at least that's what I see in the Pasuk. We knew that from before because David never came back to him. We we knew that in the fact that David runs away. And he Rome goes even after they made up. Exactly but, but we didn't hear of Shaul going back yet To his other personality Okay Now we start Pasuk Perek Kafvav Perek Kafvav is David has another encounter with Shaul It's going to be very similar to the encounter in the cave Which we read already okay? It's going to be a, another encounter In which David has Shaul in the palm of his hands And does not do anything And Shaul once again is going to wake up from his trance And this and that Okay Chapter 26, verse 1. The Zifim, who were responsible for trading in David last time also, they come back to Shaul, and see David is hiding in Givata Hachila by Yeshimon, whatever that is. So Shaul comes down, he goes to the desert of Zif. He uh, takes 3,000 men with him. To seek out David in the desert of Zif. Did he take, didn't he take 30,000 last time? This time he's taking a more lean group, no? Anybody remember the number he took last time? Uh, I think it was 30. Whenever they met on the mountain, whenever they met in the cave. It's before Shemuel died. It's before Shemuel died. Uh, took 3,000. Yeah. Last time it took 3,000 also? Yeah. You're carrying 23? Where are you? 24. When Joe returned from Chechen after the Philistines, people told him to the Philistines. Oh, before, the, before he fought the Philistine? Or after? No, no, no. This was... There were two. There was one meeting in which he almost caught David, and then the Pelishtim he had to be drawn away because yeah. the Pelishtim were coming. Yeah. The second meeting, they met on the mountain, and Shaul went into the cave to go to the bathroom, and David caught him. Yeah, that he had. That was meetings. the second meeting. Yeah. So you're saying the second meeting? Or the yeah, I'm talking about that second meeting yeah, with, so in the cave. Three thousand men. It's three thousand men. Yeah. Okay, good. So each time Shaul is coming with three thousand men. Just notice something. David is hiding in the same place. Yeah, Midbar Zif. I think Zif is a very broad Look, if you go I always say this But if you go to the Yama Melach, Melach region And you see how mountainous and deserty it is It's a very large area And it's a, it makes a lot of sense For a person who wants to hide To go into that region The question is water 
question. I don't know, Engedi probably. I don't know. There was, there was a spring. Look, and there are people that live down there, and they make they make it they make it. You know, like I don't know how, but they're apparently he bumped into Naval. You know what I mean? And he got a lot of food from Naval. Oh, he did. He go. He went to Midbar Paran, which is a little east, but it's part of that same. It's also like oh, I just east. He, was to the Jordan. he did it, but but the Yama Melach region is close to the Jordan. I think it's both sides of the Jordan. Of the, of the, of the Jordan. Okay. Midbarzif. He took three thousand men. Pasuk Gimel. Vayichan Shaul begivat achachila shel penai Shimon al adarech and Shaul is by givat achachila. Bedavid Yosheb Midbar. Vayar, wait, and David sees that Shaul is coming. So he somehow finds out. Now David is a man of, uh, he's very resourceful. And he has very, very loyal servants. Unlike Shaul, who Shaul is always like ripping on his servants. And he's always uh, scared that his servants are just sapping in the back. David is more confident in his servants. So David hears things because people care for him, okay? So he hears that Shaul is coming, so he sends messengers or spies to determine for sure, El Nachon means like to be certain that Shaul has come. Oh, okay. So David gets up and he goes to the place where Shaul encamped. And David sees the place that Shaul rests, that Shaul is resting. Avner, the son of Ner, was his commander of Shaul's army, which... He's going to be a major character in Shmuel Bet. Shaul is sitting in a circle. What does it mean he's sitting in a circle? He has all the people sitting around him. With the people, his, his camp is, is camped around him. So David answers and he says to Achimelech Achiti. Who's Achimelech Achiti? I don't think we know him. If it says on the... I don't think so. Achimelech, the Kohen Gadol, was killed. And then there is um, only one. Who was the, the Kohen that was left? Sadok, right? Sadok. Was he the son of Achimelech? So that was the only Kohen that was left. So the, so the only one that lived was. Yeah, yeah. So the only one who, li- who lived was Sadok, which means that this is not the Achimelech that we know from the city of Kohanim. This is another Achimelech who must have been a, an advisor to David. We're hearing of him for the first time now. The Chiti, it's different. Uh, he specifies Achimelech the Chiti. The Chiti. I don't know what Chiti means because there are a lot of seeming Jews who are called Chiti in Tanakh. So I don't know. Maybe he was of mixed race. He was a convert. I don't know what exactly. Did Chiti have a certain area within like Israel? Yeah, for sure. The Chiti were one of the seven so nations. Is it possible that? The people that are living in the area that the are called were, yes, it is possible. Chiti yeah, Jason is saying that maybe Jewish people who lived in the Chiti area were formerly called were, were what was formerly the Chiti area were called the Chiti as like the same way you call them the Benjaminite. You know, this is a specific area. Let's say it's a territory within Yehuda, which is vast. So you'd call them the Chiti. Mm-hmm. So you know exactly where within Yehuda is. Mm-hmm. It could be that that's how it's it's used in Tanakh. Okay. ben David says to Achimelech the Chiti and to Abishai the son of Siruya. Abishai will also be a very big character. This whole family of Siruya is going to be a big character. Brother of Yoav. They're going to be very big in Shemuel Bet. Asking them, who will come with me to Shaul? Abishai says, I will come with you. 
Laila, and David and Abishai come to the people at night. Shaul is lying down, sleeping in a circle. His spear is pierced into the ground by his head. And Avner and the people are lying down next to him. And they're all resting, they're sleeping, they're complacent, they're vulnerable. It's his nephew. It's Avi, uh, they're related to David, yeah. Siria was a uh, sister of David, and then the, all of these boys that became the generals of David <coughs> yeah. were all the, the, his nephews, or the, the, the sons of his sister Siria. Okay? We're finished. Uh, we're going to continue Bezer Hashem tomorrow, see what happens now that Shaul is vulnerable. Baruch Adonai Lulam. Amen. Amen. Amen.